I'm here talking to Biggs, the bass extraordinaire from uh, Pennsylvania's very own Rivers yeah. in the Hill. How are you, man? So I'm good. How are you? Yeah, man. I'm all good. So um, obviously, you guys are on the road. Um, yeah. So very much so. Currently on the road with Black Dahlia Murder. Yes. So, um, so I mean, let, 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 let's sort of get straight to it. Um, I mean, after the usually successful Where Owls Know My Name uh, was released in 2018, Rivers and the Hill are gearing up to release the, uh, your new album, The Work, on Friday the 24th September, which will be tomorrow, um, yeah. through Metal Blade Records. So where do you start with the Rivers and the Hill album? I mean, you guys have so many ideas floating around in your head, and with the ever-changing <laughs> genres... Um, What's your writing process like? Uh, the writing process is uh, is I, I it's an interesting thing. I, I think we always are kind of at some point uh, in a writing process for anything that we're doing. Yeah. You know, uh, whether it's like we're talking about the the plan of what we're we want to achieve, which is you know like that's the very beginning. You talk about it. Yeah. And uh, you try to figure out what your goals are. Yeah. And so, like, you start that pretty much as soon as you finish the pre- previous thing. Maybe you give it a little, a little time and space, let the dust settle a little bit. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, you start there, and then next thing you know, like, songs start to take shape. But like, uh, that's that's mainly where, like Brody will, uh, our guitar player, yeah. you know, has his whole home studio set up, and it's all it's all gravy there. He can demo out beautiful pieces of music for us to, you know, then add our ideas to as, as things unfold and we, you know, bounce like these opinions off of one another, you know, yeah, and then take shape into what you, what you get at the end of the day. Yeah. We keep mind. I mean, you guys have, um, I mean, prior to the pandemic, I mean, obviously you were touring owls. Uh, I actually saw you at Mama Roo's in Birmingham in the UK uh, oh yeah! Absolutely blown away. It's such an awesome oh, set. <laughs> um, was the pandemic an inconvenience, or did it actually help with sort of knuckling down, getting ready to write the next album? Oh no! It's, uh, it's I would count it as a uh, an absolute inconvenience. Yeah. Like there's, a, you know, in every sense of the word. I, I mean, like you, you could say that. Like I, I could, I could postulate it and say that. Like yeah, I really just you know hunkered down and really like. Yeah you know, didn't question my existence whatsoever during this entire thing, you know, like, like anybody else did, you know, like you get to a point in all of this where you're just like, where, you know, maybe I, maybe the world is telling me that we shouldn't do this anymore. Yeah. It it literally shut down our entire industry. Yeah. And like, you know, and it's still, and it's, it's even more risky to do it anymore. You know, it's just, it's crazy. So you, you kind of, gives you this air of like, you know, it's, it's okay to give up because the world is, is, is really not your fault. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We decided to just get back on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I was talking to Alex from Cannibal Corpse just before they released their last album and he was just sort of saying, he says, I was considering becoming a teacher, you know, you know, just, just yeah, have, have right. something to go back on, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and so I, I suppose it's, it's quite scary to sort of have something that is your career just you know being put on hold Go up up in smoke yeah. uh, maybe never to return so you yeah. you know you start assessing other options trying to think about what what you're good at yeah. and that's not really conducive uh conducive to the creative process process necessarily is it no no uh, so i mean 
it has been a, a bit of a hold. Up. It was a bit of a holdup, mm. but uh, ultimately, I think it really that's what drove the the theme of the record home is that you have to do the work, yeah. you know, even though it's very difficult. Like yeah. it's like at the end of the day, like this is kind of our this is you know we have people and and things in our lives that we love, but at the and, and families and everything. But at the end of the day, like this is, this is who we are, you know? Well, I mean, I, I suppose at the end of the day, like, you know, the work, I mean, like it kind of speaks to everybody, doesn't it? In different ways. I mean, like, like I, was, I was thinking about it today, like waking up, screaming at rush hour traffic on the way into Birmingham every day, you know, and, and, and that sort of thing. It's, it's kind of like, I mean, was was that kind of your vision to represent the sort of the ups and downs yeah. that you go through in the day? I mean, I, I tend to operate under the assumption that like every all of us are generally more or less in the same boat. You know, most of us. Yeah. Uh, we we get up in the morning and we we struggle and we have things we're afraid to do and. And, you know, we, and we fight our way through the day with any kind of bravado or, or, you know, self-soothing that you can get, get yourself, you know, and that's just kind of, you know, it's, it is just, it's about life, you know? And so like you're, you're that, that, that push through the day is, is really what, and and I think it's a pretty universal thing. Everybody has that. Yeah. I think, you know, I know I do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, you've you've once again incorporated uh, Zach into the record. Um, yeah. I mean, the saxophone is becoming quite a key feature uh, within Rivers in a Hill. I mean, do you guys write the songs specifically with the saxophone in mind, or does Zach just come and listen to what you've got and put over over the top? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, um, most of the most of the time, like on Owls uh, and. Uh, yeah, but uh, most of the time uh, on these records, it's been like uh, we have a piece of music already ready to go, and it's like we'll find a specific section yeah. uh, that maybe we all agree, you know, would be well suited with saxophone, yeah. and then we show it to Zach, and then we sort of in. You know, and a lot of instances, what he's done on these records is like it largely improvised. Yeah. Like I, I know the like the solo on like subtle change was like that was like an on the spot thing. Yeah. And then on this record, it was it really was he just we just had one day where he could make it into the studio, yeah. and we brought him in and we just like kind of round tabled some ideas, yeah. and and we we picked his spots out and and we just kind of like talked it out and and you know yeah. and that that's how we got the sax on this record. Really. It was really kind of impromptu, but hmm. felt real and purposeful. You know? Yeah, definitely. It, it just adds like a different texture, doesn't it? And it's, it's, it's such yeah. a beautiful instrument to add to like such an aggressive style of music. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I've always, I've always really liked, uh, liked a good horn as a yeah. counterbalance instrument, you know, to, you know, like, cause it, it I love heavy metal and I always have, but it's, 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 it's so guitar centric, yeah. right? It's just, it thinks that the, that the guitar and the drums are the center of the universe mm. in, in all musical sense. And, and it's like, 
they're awesome. They deserve every bit of the spotlight that they get, but there are other things, you know, that, that make sounds that are cool. And I've always been a big fan of saxophone sounds uh, on like, just, you know, just, I'm just a big seventies progressive rock synth. So like, fuck it. Like, you know, listening to King Crimson and Pink Floyd, they just have such lush, awesome horn, horn parts that, you know, I can't help hear it in the music before it gets there, you know? Yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's the intent behind that really. Awesome. Is that just, just give it to give it, why not paint with more colors? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I mean, kind of when talking about um, the band's future and what you've, you've kind of been quoted saying that you feel it's better to focus on the work that's in front of you. Kind of what's your wider vision for the band? Um, the band seems to be, you know, bending genre norms in every album that you do. Um, are you planning to sort of ditch death metal roots completely and focus more on the progressive elements of your music, um, similar to kind of what Opeth have done, or are you sort of always going to stick closely to your death metal roots and that sort of thing? Um, I, what I would say is that, you know, I can't, like, I can't really show, show, show the deck you know, ideas on the table. And I I think what we've done is set a precedent that we could do whatever it is we want with the project, right? Mm -hmm. We could do a, you know, strictly progressive or a rock record or something like that if Mm -hmm. we wanted to, or we, or we could take it in a different direction, you know? And that's always been really important to me is that the freedom aspect of it. We, if we've, play this music for nothing else it's for freedom and sometimes well very rather often metal can feel restrictive yeah. right it feels like there's a lot of shunning for for stepping outside of any particular norm and i and i disagree with that line of thinking i, I kind of love the way that that uh you guys are sort of using that and you know sound like you are sort of you are doing your own thing and i, I suppose it's sort of it's what it's it's what's interesting to you, isn't it? At the end of the day, because you guys have got to play the songs. Yeah, so. I, I mean, yeah, it's like it's like we. I think we make music that I'd want to hear. You know, that, that, that's really that's really it. That's the, that's the secret ingredient to, to anything. Is like, would I want to listen to this? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. You know? I, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of, you know, and whether that turns into something adventurous or challenging or something more straightforward, it, it really just depends, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, th- I like that freedom with the, with the, that we feel with the band, that we can just, we can, we can just suit our own needs. And, but, you know, also keeping the, the audience in mind, you know, not be too self-indulgent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so... so you guys are currently on the road with Black Dahlia Murder, uh, after yes. the burial, uh, Carn Infects and Undeath. Um, absolutely stacked lineup. Um, yeah, that's great. How's the tour going so far? I mean, like you're, you're about halfway through so far in, in, yeah. in the States. Yeah. Yeah, we're smack in the middle of the thing. It's been a great tour. It's a great show. It's a great night uh, to to have, especially after, you know, missing so much yeah. uh, of, of this stuff. It's, it's, you know, it's been a lot of people's first show, show back, it seems like. Uh, and, you know, I, th- I think you couldn't really pick a better, a better first metal show back. It's got a little yeah. bit of everything for everybody, you know, yeah. you know, from the, a, 
proggy weirdos like us, old school death metal guys like on death, yeah. deathcore, carnifex, the genty stuff for after the burial, and then Black Dahlia Murder, which is everybody's favorite band, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, it's the shows are great, and the fans have been awesome. It's been really uh, refreshing, you know, despite all of the problems of the world. After you guys have finished um, on the, on the tour with Black Dahlia Murder, you guys are coming over to Europe uh, on the Face of Death tour with Arcsphere, Black Crown Initiate, and more. Uh, are you guys sort of excited to be back on the road, or is it still quite a strange concept? It's it's a little yeah it's a it's a strange it's a strange thing yeah for sure there's still a lot of uncertainty mm. um, you know there's it, it it feels good I'll tell you it feels good today you yeah. know today it feels good like you know but you know there's there's so so many strange things that could happen but you know we're 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 keeping optimistic constantly about you know everything that's going on and yeah. you know we're just we're just gonna keep plugging away until you know yeah somebody tells us not to anymore yeah definitely man well um the work is obviously going to be released on friday the 24th september through metal blade records um i look forward to seeing you again in the uk um obviously i'm uh, pushing everybody to go and check it out thank you very much for chatting with us here at the razor's edge and i wish you the best of luck with the rest of your tour so all right man thanks adam yeah Take- thank you thank you very much cheers Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.therazorsedge.rocks.